0: Everyone and welcome back to Blessed Beyond Measure with Michaela and Brayden. Um, today we're going to be talking about what being a Proverbs thirty one woman looks like. And
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah. So this message. I'm taking my bracelets off so it doesn't like pick up in the microphone. Oh, oh, really quickly. I think we should add that we tried to
0: record this last week and we had some technical difficulties. So.
1: I wasn't going to tell one. It's oh.
0: embarrassing.
1: <laughs> no. Well, I mean, it's not because, like, I try to record it. It's not my fault, actually. I try to record it on this, like, um, app or whatever that's for this specific, like, thing. And it literally, like, just deleted. <laughs> it, like, freaking would not load or let me post <laughs> it or anything. And so I had to delete it, and that went all. All the content's gone, but it's fine. Everything happens for a reason. That was just a refresher. That was (laughs) a test run. But here we are. So anyway, this topic has been on my mind for a while. At least for a week now. Yeah, (laughs) at least for a week. (laughs) Here's the thing. Last week, I finished reading Proverbs um, chapter 31 right on the day we were recording. And I was like, okay, this is perfect. This is just what I want to talk about. And um I don't know, this topic I don't think will ever be tiring to me. I think I'll never get tired of learning about it and appreciating it just because it's one of like the only chapters I think in the Bible that strictly is for women and women alone. You know, like there's little increments of of womanhood injected into the Bible, but it's not at this full like, um, you know, it's not just directed straight up to women as much as this is. Like we get like literally 31 verses on just being a woman well pretty hmm. much 10 through 31 but like i don't know it's called the price of virtuous woman and so i marked some things and basically what we are going to be talking about is what she looks like her characteristics and i wrote a lot of these things like she is this she is that and we're just going to kind of be going through them oh and one thing to add um this is kind of like what
0: we should be striving to be as godly women. It's not some it's not like somebody you shouldn't put this idea on a pedestal and feel like you can never obtain it because obviously it's in the
1: Bible and it's saying this is what you do to become one. So oh, Yeah, this is something you work towards yeah. all your life. Yes, yeah. you know. And I heard this really wise um quote one time. I don't remember who said it, but it was like Proverbs thirty one is for women, but Proverbs chapters one through thirty is for directly what a man of god is supposed to look like now proverbs 1 through 30 can be for women and men it kind of is um what's the word i'm looking for where it relates to men and women unisex well that's for clothing yeah but you know what i mean it could be a universal i mean a lot of it is directly towards men it's about how he can be a a good father husband wise choose his friends but some of that can be related to a woman but this right here ladies mm, this is for us And this is something we are supposed to be working towards even after we're married, even after we're mothers. Because life doesn't stop. No, and a Christian life doesn't stop either. We're never supposed to stop growing even when we're like freaking 80 or something, you know. And um, because the whole point of it is not to become more so much a woman of God as we're supposed to be becoming Jesus, you know, just. But, like, of course, a woman of God is something that we're, like, striving towards being. But the whole goal is really to just be Jesus to people. Um, so we're going to get right into it. Um, so I want to talk about her first characteristic, which is being trustworthy. Um, It says in verse 11, The heart of her husband does safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. Um so before we get into that, actually, I want to talk about verse 10. It says, who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies. First of all, I love that. I think mm. that's so beautiful. I told Michaela last week, I don't know if she remembers, but I said, like, um, the word rubies has a lot of connotations. In the Bible, it can mean actual rubies, but it can also mean precious, like, um, shells or coral. Um, But the point is, it's riches. It's expensive. It's mm. hard to find. And it's a treasure. And we, I mean... It really is such a wonderful question. Who can find her? You know, I mean, I look at these girls around us at college and all these people in this world. And I'm just like, I see a lot of Christian girls, but I don't see women of God as much anymore. And you don't seem to see them as much at our age as you do when you get older.
0: And it's, that's it's a growing thing. Yeah.
1: Well, you're not going to all of a sudden be like the best, no. the best
0: Christian right right off the bat that's like we said something you have to work towards so it would make sense now mm-hmm. but just because you don't just because it's like you feel like you're you're never too young to strive to be that way though right. so I think this is just like this time in our lives especially um at the ages that we're at we're working towards it so we're not gonna have mm-hmm. a finished product right at the beginning
1: yeah it totally makes sense and we're all yeah we're all at different stages and we're all growing but I'm what i'm saying is i don't see a lot of girls striving towards being coming her yeah i've seen them content with where they're at yeah and that, that's like i don't know kind of disappointing but like at the same time i can't be that like oh why aren't you trying to go because i was there like a year or two ago you know yeah so or we can't be like judgmental right because right. everyone's know. at different places mm-hmm. yeah um but what does the word virtuous like mean to you like what do you i know you told me last week but i just want to hear it again again like biblically
0: or like just in general in general well in general like a good like just a good all-around like person well we didn't really specify person but like it's just a good good god well godly you can't be Mm -hmm. i feel like you can't be virtuous without being godly um honest true pure in mind heart and body Mm -hmm. um just like all around like good like you, yeah. you can look at somebody and see that they're good
1: right yeah you see like goodness something yeah. like it's obvious yeah yeah i thought so too um i was really struggling to understand what virtue actually means when i was reading this but i i don't know i think like trustworthy as well as all these other things it just summarizes what virtue is mm-hmm. it's not just one thing it's like all these things combined that's why mm-hmm. it's titled the price of a Virtuous Woman." But her first characteristic, we learn is that she's trustworthy. And it says that her husband safely trusts in her. And I love how he, the author puts safely and trust together. So a little context. The author speaking, um, it is a man, but he got this wisdom from his mother. So he's writing down what he remembers his mother telling. And um, so I get really frustrated when people say that the Bible is a sexist book. Um, when it's so not in mm-hmm. fact the culture around it was very sexist and yes a lot of hebrew culture could have um, probably integrated a lot of that but and um, i'm not including christianity in this because christianity didn't exist yet but um the thing is the bible was written with respect of women in mind and the fact of the author literally mentions in earlier verses i got this from my mother it shows he honors his mother because mm-hmm. back then women were only purposeful for two things marriage and children but the fact that he's turning to her for wisdom and realizing she there's no other better person to talk to she's giving mm-hmm. him advice about what to look for in a wife yeah you know well i feel like it's it's like not i don't say bad
0: but like uh, i don't i can't think like i can't put my thought into work but um just it's not like a bad like not a bad thing that women stayed at home mm-hmm. and like take take care of the kids mm-hmm. and kind of the house and just making sure the family was safe or that the father was out working because that was like our roles mm-hmm. like, That's like a job. because um we're supposed to be like not subservient in like a demeaning way but mm-hmm. like we're supposed to be There, we're supposed to be support for our husband Mm -hmm. while our husbands are out doing. Yeah, helpers. Um, and with this like connotation around it, and like especially now when people are trying to like say we shouldn't have labels for anything, but still they put labels. They try to force labels down Mm -hmm. your throat. Yeah, I feel like this this idea of like women staying home is oh god, like it's not her choice. Yeah, (laughs) but sometimes that's the like you do what's best for your family Mm -hmm. because when you're married and you have a family between the husband and the wife it's a partnership it's equal like your support for each other everything's 50 50 so and when you have kids everything like you're just trying to make their lives better and keep them safe and healthy you're you're like you kind of put your dreams and your thoughts in the back burner mm-hmm. not that they ever go away but you're trying to do well, everything for your children kids. are yeah. your dream now. yeah but like I said like not in a bad way like you so you so I'm not saying that when you have kids you don't have a life anymore because it just gets better
1: it I feel is. like yeah.
0: yeah and so to say I that should. it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> so to say that it's like bad that there's like these this idea of like the traditional general it's different they're like there of course there's going to be negative connotations around everything we're trying to make christianity as undesirable as possible so they're going to say that you're wrong in your beliefs but i feel like just in general you do what's best
1: to keep like mm-hmm. a good and healthy like faith and we're not saying that women can't work we're not saying that either yeah like that's not true and women can work just much you know oh, yeah that's not i'm not saying
0: women shouldn't work i was yeah. just saying like there's just like this stigma around women staying home to take care of their family that's like it's like it's getting if, stigmatized. That's, if that's
1: what works and if that if she's content with but, that she's, it, it could be a calling from god yeah. to stay home if and homeschool your kids that, you know it. like i never i wasn't raised by i was raised by a single mother and i wasn't raised with a mother um, not working. So, I don't I mean, know I what that's either, like. But... but, like, no shame in anyone who was either. Like, that's just... That's where she is meant to be. That's where she is called to be. And that's totally fine. Cause Yeah, because everybody talks about, like, callings. Like,
0: oh, I'm called mm-hmm. by God to do this or to do this. But the minute that somebody says, oh, I'm called to do mm-hmm. X, people go ahead and they just judge you. Even yeah. though they're always like, oh as soon as you're called, like, they they put this, like, grand, like, thing about being called by God to do things, which, I mean, it's an amazing, like, feeling to be called by God, but if it's something that they don't think is right for you, mm-hmm. they, like, try to get you to not do it, and I just, that's not okay. You can't have, like, this double standard, mm-hmm. just because it doesn't seem right to you doesn't mean it's not right for them.
1: Right. Well, and that kind of, um, that kind of heaps on with the next one we learn about her is that in verse 13 she's hardworking. so it says she seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands the word willingly I think we should focus on that um because I know a lot of people who work, but not because they want to, <laughs> not because they see any, they just know it gets them from point A to point B. And I totally get that because <laughs> it you does. mean like they don't like what they do. They just do it. Right. Yeah. And they don't have any, they don't take pride in it.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like, if I hear one more person our age complain about how much they hate their job, I want to tell them, then if you hate it so much, quit. Yeah. Because you're not serving anyone, especially not God by sitting here and moping and complaining about it. If you hate it, Find something else to do.
0: Especially yeah. at our age, it's mostly part-time jobs or full-time jobs at retail stores everywhere is hiring right now. But that's right. besides the point. Like, you don't have to be stuck in one place, especially And what's the young. point of
1: complaining about it? You drag people down the more you hate on it because they're yeah. doing this, chances are they're doing the exact same job you're doing. Mm. But the thing is about her, she is joyful in her work. I'm not saying, ladies, that we always have to be 100%. I am so excited to get up in the morning and just, you know, deal with crappy people all mm. day.
0: But not, every day is not
1: going to be sunshine no, and rainbows. But she, there's a difference because she takes pride in her work. She thinks at it. She looks at it and she thinks, okay, I may not enjoy it right now, but I am serving others. I'm serving my future and I'm serving God through doing this. I may not like the level I'm at right now, which is being like kind of like a servant, but I'm here for a reason. And I'm going to serve God while I'm doing it.
0: Even if you don't understand why you're All there. Right. If you're called by God to do something, do it.
1: You know? Yeah. And she isn't burdened by work. I just love that. I think that's one of the most underrated characteristics of of a um, virtuous woman is how hardworking she is. I think that's beautiful. Because we just literally said, um, you know, like, there's nothing wrong with women staying home. But, you know, we're also saying, hey, she can work if she wants to. There's proof Mm -hmm. of it, like, literally right here. And granted, back then, things were very different. And women necessarily wasn't really um looked at as a good idea for women to go out and do what a man does. Because nine out of ten she didn't have to. Yeah. That wasn't even she didn't have to do so, that. Typically
0: so that it was wrong if the woman had to go out and do right like, a man. A man. But you if can't if see my fingers did, right now, but I'm d- using air quotes. But like if she go out did, and work.
1: <laughs> she wouldn't complain She knew that, okay, my husband needs help. This is what I'm gonna do. So I think that's just beautiful. Um but let's see. Um in verse 15, our next characteristic we learn is that she cares for those who aren't her family. So it says in verse 15, she rises also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. So two parts I want to focus on that verse. She rises also while it is yet night, which means she is a, she not only is a hard worker, but she starts her day off early. Like ladies, she ain't laying in bed till like, you know, one o'clock um sulking or just looking on tiktok which i totally am guilty of don't get me wrong (laughs) but she isn't afraid to get up early and to go do her job and to Mm -hmm. get done what she needs to get done i love that i think there's something so beautiful about like and just good starting your day off early because that way you're kind of in a motivation like you're Mm -hmm. awake like you're ready for what the day holds yeah you know and um i'm getting to the point where i can't sleep you can ask Michaela. I can't sleep in late anymore. Um, I think the latest, and this would be if I stay up late. I can sleep till nine,
0: yeah,
1: and then I have to get going. And it's not even a
0: choice anymore. <laughs> sometimes I'll sleep in until like nine or ten, but that's because the morning before I had to get up at like four for work. Yeah, so I kind and I don't take naps, so I try to. And if but sleep in every
1: once in a while—that's totally fine. But what I'm saying is, don't make a habit of it. That's not something cool. she does you know she isn't afraid to get up early and start working she's like okay let's get this day going but also the next part as i said before um she cares for those who aren't her family it says she gives a portion to her maidens which means she gives to her servants mm-hmm. or like the people that help her she's mm-hmm. generous um i think not only is it good to care for those who you love but to care for those who you don't have to love you mm-hmm. know kind of like not your family um I think there's something really precious about that. Yeah, it's like a found family almost. Uh
0: Like, they're not blood related to you, but if you care enough for them, you'll see them as family. And then, like Mm -hmm. I said, the whole idea of labels these days are a little crazy. But the minute you say that somebody, like, is part of your family, you'll get attacked almost. Not all the time, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, people are like, oh, well, like, that's not right. You can't feel that way because you don't know what it's like. Mm Mm-hmm. But even, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this point. Let's just move (laughs) on.
1: Okay. (laughs) Well, no, yes. Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Well, I think it's also kind of cool how she, these people are technically not like, okay, financially, I mean, below her. I don't mean like on a a moral level. Mm -hmm. No one, because people are people. You know, we're all equal in humanity. Mm -hmm. But like, financial wise they are lower than her because they're serving her but she still doesn't look at them as like she's better yeah because um it's level at the foot of the cross yeah everybody's the same page exactly mm-hmm. and we're all the same towards god mm-hmm. so we need to look at each other the same way and i just love that that shows such humility and that shows such kindness it's like um i had church today obviously um shout out harvest house but pastor daryl said today we need to spread kindness more like because it is so hard to come by these days like there is so much hate and bitterness in this world and we are known more for what we're against than what we're for and i think that's one of the main ways satan divides us is by taking away our kindness Mm -hmm. and like it's just i want kindness culture you know, you can look at my bio. I changed it to that the other day. <laughs> kindness culture. I want that. I want to yeah. be a part of that. I want to spread it. I because th- I think um when I the first thing I think of actually when I think of a virtuous woman is her kindness because I think it's so beautiful and admirable. Like when people look at that, they're like, she's got something different, mm-hmm. you know, and they want it. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna move on to verse sixteen. It says, um, "Well, first it, she we learned that she is thoughtfully." Investing um, to better her family, she isn't just willy-nilly spinning what she ever she gets. She thinks, "Where is this going to go in the long run?" So, in verse sixteen, it says, "She considers a field and buyeth it with the fruit of her hands. She planteth a vineyard." So, what the cool thing about her is she takes something small and she makes it big. So she starts with a small fruit, but she makes a whole vineyard, mm. and um. I think women get this rap that we don't know how to use our money wisely, hmm. like we're just these shopaholics that yeah. get their husband's credit card and go wild. That's literally a movie, though, isn't it? Literally. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it, but it
0: has shopaholics in it somewhere. It's called Shopahock. Oh,
1: okay, never <laughs> <laughs> mind. Isle Fisher in it. Anyway, oh. <laughs> this is beside the point. Um, but anyway, I, like I also get offended by that. Um, I, I really do that this stereotype of women spend because I'm not, I don't I come no. from a family of mm-hmm. women that don't know how to control their money. Yeah, I don't like spending money. Like I like yeah, seeing sitting
0: in my bank account. Like this is what I worked for.
1: Well, I I don't like saving it up like that. Like no, you know what I mean? Like not using it. Yeah. At all cuz you worked hard for it. Oh, yeah, no. But use it for something you need to use it for. Yeah. There's a difference. Like that's wisdom. Oh, yeah,
0: no. That's not I don't I'm not saying I never spend my money. I just don't like having to do it. And like right. and you don't have to spend your money on like designer name like clothes or whatever. Mm-hmm. My favorite place to go is a good thrift store cuz then when people tell me that they like something that I'm wearing, I'm like, "You'll never believe where I got this mm-hmm. from. I got it for 2 dollars at
1: Goodwill or whatever." You yeah. know,
0: and then like it, you take more pride in yourself because you feel like you've accomplished more. Right. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And um I don't know. I I just first of all, I don't want to be in debt and I don't want me and my husband to ever have to struggle. Mm -hmm. but also um that's why it's also smart ladies to find a man who's smart with his money like he's the head of the household he should know what to do with his money and make wise investments that's attractive first of all but it's also the other way around it's attractive when he sees that you're not stupid with your money and you're Mm -hmm. not just buying whatever you want now granted every once in a while i think it's okay to treat yourself if you worked hard for it Mm -hmm. and but i would not make a habit of it because um I don't want to be one like I said I want to be one of those people who just scrapes it all up and never uses it mm-hmm. but also I don't want to be the person that <laughs> uses it too much
0: you're like Tom Haverford and Parks and, Friend, or, Parks no, and Friends or Parks, Parks and Rec where they have the
1: treat yourself day treat yourself Treat yes. yourself. yeah
0: and they I like what's her what, what's her name um whoa, Terry that's a, that's the other guy okay Donna Donna. yeah they're like every um every year or once a day every year me and Donna go and that's a good habit
1: because it's once a year yeah you don't make a habit out of it um Mm you know we gotta enjoy ourselves once in a while yeah. we gotta feel good about what we worked hard for there's nothing wrong with that yeah
0: and or you could like save up your money and have like this certain amount set aside to go on like a really nice vacation mm. this is a little off topic a little can, bit but
1: then you can do things together yeah yes oh.
0: but yeah i think it is very important that you and your partner are on equal terms yeah. when it comes to everything especially finances especially like these days because the number one cause of divorce in america isn't infidelity anymore it's money problems. Mm. Wow, mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I if I me and Brayden are both working hard to where we don't have too much debt coming out of college, mm-hmm. and I know that if I were to find somebody, I, I would not marry somebody because they have like student loans or whatever. But I would it, it'd be questionable if they would if they just were not good with their finances at all.
1: Oh, it's like we need to be on the flag. same page. Yeah, it's a red flag because I'm like, huh, um, no. like if they have
0: two dollars in their bank account and they're going out every day. Like spending spending money on frivolous things. Like there's, there's a difference right? when I mean like equally like have your eye, like you have equal ideas on like your finances. So.
1: And like Andrew and I, we evaluated ourselves on that not too long ago about how we are planning to pay off our student debt. And I said, okay, well here's my plan. And he was like, that's such a good plan. And you know what he said? Like after I told him I'm going to work my butt off to get it all paid off. He was like, that is so attractive. (laughs) And I was like, yeah it is isn't it because i'm not i want us to have a good life mm-hmm. i don't want us to stress i don't want money to be the mm-hmm. thing that stresses us out mm-hmm. it's not worth it first of all and second of all um i got myself here i need to be able to get myself out mm-hmm. and the lord will do that as well don't there's no sense of stressing as well
0: yeah. do what don't go out in the deep end if you can't swim
1: yeah, yeah. exactly and we want to get all that out of the way before we have children as well um, just because we think that's just a wise decision.
0: Mm-hmm. But um Well, you'll never feel ready for children. I'm I'm speaking like I have experience. I literally don't, but
1: <laughs> literally, literally yeah, you're never
0: I feel like you're never gonna like feel like you're like this is the perfect moment to have kids. Like you're always gonna worry. Yeah, you know? that's true. But um finances are one thing that mm-hmm. you can you can control finances. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like
1: we kinda wanna get stable first. Yeah. But anyway, we learn that she is thoughtful with her money, so um, she's what with her money. She's thoughtful.
0: Oh, I thought you said spotful. So what does that mean? Okay.
1: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so our next thing we learn is that she is well prepared. Mm-hmm. It says in verse twenty one, she is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. Um. So yeah, back in this time, they didn't get snow. A whole lot. I mean, this is like what the Middle East, you know. So it's not like they got snow like we do, but they got cold, cold. Yeah. and harvest time. Yeah. And she knew that. And so not only is she making sure she's okay, she's making for sure her children are okay. So they're clothed in scarlet, and scarlet was um not only is a nice material, is a nice color. Mm-hmm. Like that was something nice, and that'll keep you warm. So it shows that she's like she thinks ahead and it's like kind of goes with finances but she isn't just thinking okay this is what I want right now let me get it she's selfless and she's thinking I'm going to do something for my children not myself you know and I think there's there's something very um I've noticed in a lot of women that we're very well prepared like we're very um it's like well oh. <laughs> when I was like um, over analytical. We or, we're organized most yeah. of the time. Like we think ahead. Yeah. Versus men, <laughs> they don't tend to do that as much. well boys!
0: Do. Men should.
1: Men should, but they're like women. Well, no, we just but, have it naturally. Yeah. I feel like, which yeah. is another sign of just like how God made us. But um, well, it all comes with maturity too. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, it's true. I just feel like women. We just think so much about yeah. when,
0: everything because we're. Very, I think we're innate overlingers yeah. yeah. So we we have we have plans for
1: everything. Yeah. You know? But you gotta turn your like bad characteristics for the good one. Like our, like Andrew will be like, oh well did you think about it? Yep, I already thought about it. Um we're gonna need to turn right and then we're gonna need to turn left down there and then we're gonna go across it. Like it'll be like, Oh honey, I'm already head. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, it's just funny how that actually somehow correlates perfectly together. Mm-hmm. Like men can be prepared to it's like women are this like this backbone almost like we're like if, if a husband's the head of the household we're wrongs. the neck you know <laughs> you just totally missed my amazing quote It's me. made it. yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah well okay like I was saying excuse me <laughs> okay if men are the head of the household we're the neck you know and um I think that's intentional like God made that mm-hmm happen for a reason those mm. characteristics those attributes and if girls if you're not so organized and you're just like oh my gosh my life is a mess that's totally fine Every,
0: everybody feels Who's that isn't? way
1: but believe me your life isn't nearly as much as a mess as like the average teenage guy you're your own whatever. Worst critic <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. it's never as bad as you think it is yeah and
0: when we say organized i mean i don't have like i make like to-do lists for the day i'm not like one of those people who have like these spectacular like right. bullet journals that have like the whole month planned out because oh
1: i'm not that's like, too I'm much yeah yeah we really <laughs> like, like our like to yeah, yeah i <laughs> want to enjoy my life a little yeah. bit but yeah. like i do think ahead yeah. and stuff but yeah i think that's a beautiful attribute of her um this last part i want to focus on is um what kind of like what she's dressed in it's not literally like a shirt and pants dress it's it's Spiritually, spiritually, she's dressed. So it in says, "In the honor of God." Yes, <laughs> exactly. And this is verse twenty-five: Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. Um, so we learn that she is one of the best dressed, clothed in strength and honor. Um, I just love that. I love that she. <sighs> strength is such an amazing word to describe a woman. Um especially in this super sexist book that just doesn't glorify women at all or lift them up. um, It talks about strength and honor and how, how like, before she gets honored by a man, she must honor God mm-hmm. and honor herself. Mm-hmm. And it goes with that quote, how do you expect people to love you if um, you don't know how to love yourself? Yeah.
0: I feel like also you can kind of, learn, you grow to love yourself you can, well, hold on, no, hold on, Mm. you can learn to love yourself by loving someone else, too, like, it's a partnership, you're not gonna ever, like,
1: there needs to be some love for yourself, oh, yeah, that's, I'm
0: not saying, like, if you think, like, you're, like, the worst person ever, you're not gonna find, you're not gonna ever find love, you need to work on yourself with that a little bit, and then go out, you know,
1: yeah, I couldn't agree more, the only thing that a man should add to your life is to compliment your love for yourself, Mm -hmm. not Tear you down, add to it, or tear you down. Yeah, Yeah. like not like um, not to already, you know, give that love for yourself, but to just add to it, kind of multiply it, I guess. So that brings us to verse twenty six. Um, it says, "Well, what we learn from another characteristic of her is wisdom. She is, her speech is marked with wisdom, and kindness." Um, It says in verse 26, she openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is a law of kindness. Um, It's like I said earlier about kindness. She has to walk in kindness, but also, it should be um, kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? An eight? Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. when you think of her, you should think of wisdom. I think wisdom is so hard to come by these days, especially biblical wisdom like i can come across people that are wise but they're not they're not um biblically wise which really isn't wisdom at all you know what's
0: interesting in my in my like assessment course that i'm taking for Mm -hmm. my education major we talk about like the different like knowledge and like application stuff like that and our definition for wisdom is the application of intellect Mm -hmm. of knowledge so you're just acting upon what you know yeah so i thought that was kind of interesting to tie that in there because yeah everybody's smart everybody can think for themselves but to be wise to learn yeah yeah to be wise you have to put forth oh yeah the thought into before you do stuff
1: proverbs talks about that a lot about it it also has to do with humility like, being able to learn from your mistakes. And I learned it today in Ecclesiastes. Um, I can actually find it real quick. I think it's Ecclesiastes 8. Um, just kidding. It's Ecclesiastes 7, verse um, 12, maybe? Um... Well, it talks about wisdom for wisdom is a defense and money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. So. You cannot have wisdom without first learning Mm -hmm. and you can't have wisdom without first learning. Going through hard times. Mm-hmm. I mean, Not only
0: God can provide good wisdom. He's the source mm-hmm. of it. Yeah.
1: We learned that all throughout Proverbs. He is the source of true wisdom. Mm-hmm. You cannot have it without God. Yeah. And so many people think they're so smart and so wise. I'm like, if you don't have God, there's no way you can have true wisdom. Yeah. And
0: there's no way to like, you can't be truthful in what you say if your wisdom isn't biblical. Mm-hmm. You might think that you're right, but you know, the closest thing to the truth is a lie. Yeah. So just take like steadfast in praying mm-hmm. for wisdom, reading your Bible, looking oh, yeah. for wisdom through God and not through the world.
1: Ladies, let me tell you yeah. first of all, we should all be. Um, Desiring wisdom, but you will never in a million years get it without reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. So, for those of you who are slacking and you're like, Oh, I just, I'm waiting for my Proverbs, my proverbial man, my man of God. I'm like, Ladies, become Proverbs 31 women yeah. first. Do not you understand the, 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 the pattern, the project that God's got ahead of mm-hmm. you. Like, you, how are you ever going to spend to get that wonderful man of God when you're not even spending time with the man who created them, the yeah. one who created them? Yeah. And, you, I mean, how many hows are you gonna learn? But, um, anyway, back to like sorrows and going through <laughs> hard times. What?
0: <laughs> no, who are like oh yeah, happy <laughs> and, then, and sorrow.
1: Let's talk about depression. <laughs> um, well, uh, what I've learned is one of the ways God, and this kind of sucks, and this sounds a little um, not taboo, but like a little controversial, that God teaches us through pain. <laughs> And that's not controversial. Well, some people don't like to look at God like that. Unless, Unless because they're not ready you know.
0: for biblical truth, you know.
1: Well, they're gonna get it tonight. Because yeah. I'm not beating around the bush. Um, I can testify on it, God, because He knows that we can't learn without suffering, and that's our fault. That's from the fall. That's one of our things that we our curse is mm-hmm. that we learn through pain. Not always. We don't always, as we mature and get older and grow. Sometimes we don't have to learn things through pain. More. We think, okay, if this, if I do this, this is going to
0: happen. Yeah. It's like you it's don't need con- to... It's called a...
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Intuition? Cons- consequences. Oh. Like, conflict? <laughs> consequences.
0: But yeah, when, when you're 18, 19, 20, you don't need to touch the stove. I don't know that the stove's hot. Yeah. Like, you
1: know... Because you've learned from your
0: mistakes. Yeah. I mean, I've never touched a hot stove, at least from what I can remember. But you, you get the idea, mm. you know?
1: Yeah. Well, as you get older and you learn, you... It's like I said, you won't always have to lose things. And I'm learning that right now. I'm learning that God isn't um, having to take things from me so much anymore because I'm learning that I'm learning without being like having to lose things mm-hmm. without the pain. And that's good. That means I'm growing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like, ooh, I'm getting like an image in my head that I can't think of what movie it's from. Oh, The Lion King. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, here I go with my Disney stuff. <laughs> Um, oh my goodness. I'm a big buckle Disney up, guys. Nerd. I'm a big nasty nerd <laughs> and I can't help. It. Remember that scene in The Lion King when he uh Simba runs away from his parents. Or no well, no, his dad died, obviously. <laughs> no. He no, listen. No, buckle up, know. okay? He runs away and he's in that tree with that monkey. I can't remember his name. Oh, it's and on the tip of my tongue. And the monkey hits him with his rod. Yeah. And Simba's like, Why'd you do that for? It's
0: like not <laughs> Zubumapo, that's a different do what cartoon never mind
1: i can't remember rafiki rafiki yeah i think i can't believe i remember that. <laughs> anyway rafiki hits him with Zabuma. his rod can you stop Sorry. <laughs> i want to roll here anyway um. he hits him with his rod and simba's like why'd you do that for and um i can't remember what um rafiki says but he tries to hit him again and simba misses yeah and he misses because he knows it's coming. Well, he he's said learning. you don't
0: need to, you don't need to feel pain, know your mistake, you, you made a mistake yeah. or something like that. Something very deep for a kid. It was, no, movie. it was
1: something really deep. And yeah. I highly recommend anyone that's not seen Lion King, watch it just for that scene. Or at least that watch that part on YouTube. Me. That stuck with me because I'm like, it man, he's right. I not Do what? I <laughs> said it stuck with you so
0: much that you can't even remember what he says. It did say okay. No, no, lesson just, st- okay, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know
1: why Michaela's coming for me tonight. <laughs> I'm just trying to teach this lesson here. Uh, I'm sorry that the words no, I'm just picking the exact you. W- words from, from the line. line, but the 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 image and the lesson. Uh, yeah, I never forgot the, the moral. Yeah, the moral story, and that's the same with us. Like, yeah, God's gonna have to whip us a few times, but my <laughs> God, we're gonna learn eventually, aren't yeah. we? And um. I think the faster you learn, that's a sign Better. of your growth, <laughs> yeah, and that you're actually obtaining wisdom. Um, but yeah, ladies, let wisdom be on your tongue and let it be like be a vessel for God and be a, yeah, and let be a sign you. of how much you've spent time with Him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, when I look at her, like when I look at her, I want to be able to see wisdom. Like when people look at me, I want them to be like, she spent time with God today.
0: I want people to be able to come to me. Because they feel like, I don't know if safe is the right word, but they feel like the confidence in me that I'm going to be able to help them. Yes. Like, I want them to come to me because they know if I don't have the right answer, I'll find it for them.
1: Yeah. Like, this like, evening I had a dinner with a friend yeah. and she's been going through some stuff. And mm-hmm. like, she reached out to me because she didn't know who else to like really talk to. Me and she just didn't feel like anyone was going to be a good influencer and yeah. have good answers. And I was just so honored by that. <laughs> I was like, wow, you yeah. know? I hadn't heard from her in months but yeah. I didn't know she was going through all that stuff yeah. and that really just comforted me but um yeah we're gonna move on to I don't even know what number we're on and what she is these days. <laughs> I have a I should have made like a list but number whatever <laughs> uh she is observant um especially of her family it says mm-hmm. she is observant of her family um in verse 27 she looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Um, so, I guess we can kind of tie it in with verse 28. Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband mm-hmm. also. And he praiseth her. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> like, mm. ladies, first of all, if you want to look for an attribute one of the attributes you should look for in your husband is that he's humble enough mm-hmm. to be able to praise you. Yeah. Like, to lift you up when you do something really good. Mm-hmm. Be like, good job, baby. Proud of yeah. you.
0: And I think we need to clarify that, like, that kind of praising is different than God praising. Praise,
1: I mean, yeah.
0: We're, like, we're praising God. I mean, I hope you guys know that. But just so you know that we know that. <laughs> it's not like she's
1: a goddess. Yeah. But, like, she... Encouragement. Yeah, encouragement. We need it, too. Yeah. You know?
0: um, You can't just, like, give you're gonna like dry up, but if until somebody gives to you, you know mm-hmm. what I
1: mean? When and if we become mothers one day, um that's part of uh, it's gonna be a whole other part of growth for us. A whole mm-hmm. other challenge. Because we're not only thinking about us, we're not only thinking about our husbands, we're thinking about our children. And um I think that there's a whole I think there's so there's only so amazing about being a mother Mm -hmm. like i just observe them sometimes in church and i'm just like how are they doing it it's like they're superheroes yeah because they're so selfless most of the time they're so like
0: what good mother is
1: on it yeah
0: oh that sounds like a dick at my mom my mom's great i was just saying like not everybody (laughs) has a good mom
1: yeah no and i'm sorry to hear that and that's not
0: something to laugh about i just got really awkward i'm sorry okay
1: but it's okay yeah well no and i i yeah, because I know some people who are listening, they didn't grow up with that. And yeah. that's really hard. And um, Everybody you're talks like, about... how, how, do, how can I be a good mother when mm-hmm. I didn't have one? Break the generational curse yeah. right then and there. Break it. Mm-hmm. I'm determined to break it with having a solid and long-lasting godly marriage. Mm-hmm. Break that curse, ladies. Just because your mother was not there for you, just because she was not example you needed does not mean you cannot set that for your children in fact Mm -hmm. that should be more of a motivation now than more Mm -hmm. than ever to be better than your mother yeah you know and I feel like
0: everybody talks about like I'm not downplaying what I'm about to say but everybody talks about the effects of not having your dad in the household which believe me it's like it well again I'm not talking from experience Mm -hmm. but like it's it's awful like you need a good godly influence like a good godly male influence especially if Absolutely. you have like brothers in the house or other other young boys in the house mm-hmm. but nobody t- really talks about like a mom not being there and i think that's just because it's been so ingrained in us that it's the dad that always leaves but right. you know sometimes it's the
1: mom women mothers leave too yeah yeah um
0: and it's more i think with moms you ha- like it's more of, they have more of an emotional i don't i don't want to like over, do, i don't want to yeah. over generalize like generalize for everybody but it's more of an emotional connection with the mom because like obviously you feel safety with both of your parents but typically it's like oh your dad's going to keep you safe your dad's going to protect the house and your mom's going to be there for you mentally and emotionally and if you don't have you need both to have a good healthy like dynamic you but do. i don't feel like for yeah everybody. yeah um yeah, that's a conversation for today. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, but with not having a mom there, you don't really you would we wouldn't have this verse, we wouldn't have this chapter without a woman. You yeah. know, like we or without a mom. Like nobody talks about the like the implications of not having a mom. Mm-hmm. I just think it's Yeah, and yeah. it makes
1: it so much more challenging for you to find the example. Yeah. because like,
0: you don't know what you're supposed to look for in a relationship if you don't have a mom. I mean you can kind of <laughs> yeah. see it with a dad, but with the at least for daughters for girls you look Mm. for your mom you look at your mom as an example of how you want to be what might you you might not want to do for daughters like she's who you turn yeah and for boys it's the dad typically Typically. unless unless you come from a broken household which we're not trying to downplay that we're just just a general like
1: statement that
0: you need mom in the house just as much as you need a dad
1: like there's some things that i can turn to for my mother and um most of the time it's all things but like when it comes to like my mom didn't do it the way i want to do it and that's totally fine i still somehow managed to turn out right so look at god and that's just another example just because things aren't going the way they should doesn't mean it won't end up okay it it might just take longer to get there yes um my mom did not do it the way i want to do it so there's some things about being a godly woman that i can't talk to her about and i can't ask her about because she just doesn't she doesn't understand because she's not pursuing that with me to some extent. And mm-hmm. I love my mother. I'm not saying she's not a Christian and she is, and that she's not like has a relationship with God cause she does, but she's not heading the direction I need to head in. Mm-hmm. So, so there's some things I have to go to other women to, mm-hmm. for, you know, that kind of get what I'm saying. Yeah. But um, yeah, the point I'm trying to make is that be someone worth, praising like be someone worth your children and your husband can pray about praise um i think it's so cute when children rave about their mothers and mm-hmm. how wonderful they are i think that shows such respect for their mothers mm-hmm. and i hope one day my children can think can be able to say i had a good mama
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know i had a really wonderful wife and a wonderful mother you know what mm-hmm. i mean um have i could be remembered for anything i'd just be first a, a servant of the lord a second, a wonderful wife and mother. Mm-hmm. Um, that's such an accomplishment. Did you want to talk about verse 29? Oh, yeah, so um, this kind of derails a little bit, it's still
0: on topic, but we were kind of talking about different attributes in a woman, but or a godly woman. But verse 29 says, Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. So basically, many, it's saying that there are many, many girls are blessed, may not if they're not saved not through God, they're just like, by happenstance, he got lucky. But but as daughters of the one true living king, we should never have, we, we should never feel like we have to worry about anything. And obviously, it's so much easier to say that than to feel that way. Because I know, like, I, we kind of mentioned earlier, we're both really bad overthinkers. But that's different. It's not like, oh, we're not worrying about like well where our next meal is going to come from how are we going to be able to do this how are we going to be able to do that it's just like at least for me it's stupid things you know but um this verse made me think of ruth because she had all the like she had everything laid out in front of her for her to be worried about like everything like she didn't know what she was going to do she didn't like i would have panicked if i was her but it all worked out for her so we see i'm God all like God will always um, provide for a godly woman. Mm-hmm. So we see that, like I said, we see that with Ruth. She didn't know what, what they were gonna do. She ended up, she ended up where she needed to be. Everything, like I said, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, I kind of joked about that at the beginning with our podcast not working last week. But just like, like, gen, like everything happens for a reason. So, um I feel like most of you guys are familiar with the story of Ruth. So I'm not gonna get like too in depth with it, but obedience and faith we see with her like especially with her having obedience in your faith you will get rewarded for if not on this side of eternity on the next but usually usually we see it here um so really quickly even though I said I wasn't going to um in chapter 3 of Ruth verse 11 it said and now my daughter fear not I will do to thee all that thou requirest for all the city of my people doth know that thou art a virtuous woman see everybody mm-hmm. around her can see yeah. and know yeah. that she's a godly virtuous woman because just of the way that she carries herself the way she acts the way she mm-hmm. thinks the, w- the things that she says she i quite literally was a vessel for god it's obvious yeah. Yeah. yeah and she she just she did what she was told she she followed what god told her to do she Did did, said the right things. Did did the right things because she had God on her side. Because she said, well, no, because she sided with God.
1: Right.
0: She she didn't. God found her. She didn't. Yeah. People all the time say, "Oh, I found God." God never left. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: God never left. He's he's right there, but he's not gonna knock for long, guys. He's not gonna knock on your heart for long. He'll chase after you, but eventually he's gonna stop. You know, like think of when you're playing like this is a really like basic example but think of when you were a kid like playing tag eventually you got bored of running after people especially well, if you couldn't reach he's them be like, okay you yeah to come to me now. yeah well no I mean, so he's gonna to he's come. gonna quit the chase though he's gonna be like well because people there are people who are meant to be lost you're not not everybody is going to be able to be saved. Like it, yeah, sadly, it says it in the Bible, sadly. yeah, that's not something to be happy about, guys. Um, that's why as Christians we need to go out and we need to help people find God. Yeah, and yeah. a good godly woman would do like that.
1: God, um, it's not that he doesn't know that you're not going to chase after him. It's just he's trying to show how much he loves you. He's trying to show I'm putting in the effort. And sometimes we don't even know that God's chasing after us. <laughs> yeah because sometimes if we did we would we would go after him too but um i don't know our Mm -hmm. hearts drift away but god stays right where he's at and at some point he's just like i don't know i think god always wants us there's never a time god doesn't want us he's so infatuated with us and adores us but um
0: well there's gonna come a time if you don't choose that's only for christians because if you don't if you don't get saved God's not like I said he's not going to be he's not going to be you can't say you're walking with God if he's not in your heart and you're not Mm -hmm. saved so you can't you can't be like oh praise God something wonderful happened to me if you're not actively like in a relationship with God he's not like he's not gonna keep like chasing after you so when yeah, you hear him knocking I mean, at your heart. he's always going to want you. Well, yeah. He's not going to turn you away. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But he's, he's going to actively stop pursuing you if you're not going to show interest in him. You
1: know? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's a team effort, really. It's not that God couldn't have you. It's that he gave you a choice to have free will.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He gave you an opportunity and a desire, an ability to desire after him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not something he made. Because he knows he's a smart God. He mm-hmm. knows that love. Does not form through force.
0: Yeah, and if you drag forms some, through choice. Yeah, if you, you know? if you force something to happen, usually it's like well, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. It's just gonna go back to where you came. That's why the whole like, if you love something, let it go. Like mm-hmm. you, you can't force something to happen. You can't drag someone back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll just run away again. So. Sometimes you just have to let them go. And right. that's not, that's not like the best thing to hear, but that should serve as a warning to try to get as many people saved as you can. Right. I mean, it's not, it's not a, it's not a you thing. It's a God thing, but you're working for God to help save people.
1: Right. So are you, are you good? Yeah. I okay. kind of went
0: off of what I was talking about, but um,
1: yeah, just women. Yeah, yeah.
0: Women of God Of, a, of are, a God they want. yeah are blessed they have it might not seem like it because you'll see like oh well if i'm so blessed then why don't i have this when they have that and they're not saved like i said it might not you might not see effect the effects on this side of eternity see what happens
1: behind closed doors yeah
0: but you're, you're... going to be blessed in with eternal life in heaven And exactly. that's pretty good exactly yeah
1: don't fall for the lie of the world that says the rewards are here now right now and mm-hmm. they're physical they are not nothing on this earth i don't care how how cute becky over here is you know being unsaved and ungodly and getting everything she wants she will not take any of that with her she's not going to be content that's why she keeps chasing happiness exactly. you're never going to be con- like we said in, in
0: our first episode you're never going to be content without god because all of these people who have all these things and are always posting on social media mm-hmm. they're trying to fill at peace the gap and they're trying to feel mm-hmm. happy when you can never have true Joy without God. Like I just don't see why people would want to live a life without God.
1: And we're gonna segue now that we're there. Yeah, I'm gonna segue into verse 30 real quick. It says, Well, this is our last little attribute of a woman of God, which really just sums her up in general, and it goes along with contentment of the Lord. She has a real relationship with God. She knows him. I mean, really knows him. It says in verse 30, favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Um, just a reminder: fear is not. I'm afraid of God. Yeah, I mean, to it's a certain extent, I'm afraid of what He can do a little bit because He's all powerful. That's kind well, of you. Like, Shouldn't have oh, a wow. reason to like fear if you're a Christian. No, I yeah. mean, but like, what God can do is kind of scary. Like well, yeah. the ability He has.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. The only thing that's scary about God is His love for you, cause it's
1: right crazy.
0: Anyway, that was supposed to be a joke, but I I don't think it landed. Well, what
1: I'm saying is, (laughs) what I'm saying is fear of the Lord is a respect for God. It's not, um, I'm scared of God. And if I do this, he's going to send me to hell. Or if I do this, he's going to take this away from me or give me cancer or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's not how our God works. I'm sorry. Um, This is coming from someone who has spent plenty of conversations with the Lord. I think I know him well enough to say that my God is not that kind of God. He's not a God of... If you do this, I'm gonna give you this. If you do this, um, he doesn't you're bargain. gonna get punished.
0: He doesn't bargain.
1: Yeah. He doesn't cut deals. My, a God is more of a God who gives you things even when you don't deserve it.
0: No, that's exactly what he is. He yeah. died on the cross when he didn't well
1: he came like to die you... on the cross for us
0: when he literally yeah. didn't have to.
1: Yeah. He extends grace all the time. Like look at like we were talking about, look at these people who are just godless and they they are so um, according yeah. to the world standards, health-wise and everything, they're they are blessed. And to a certain extent, yeah, they are. And I'm just like, if that isn't a sign of mercy, mm-hmm. I don't know what is. It's
0: for the grace of God that they're not like in a ditch somewhere. Yeah.
1: You know? And they still have the opportunity every single day they wake up to accept Jesus
0: mm-hmm.
1: until he comes back. Um, but anyway, she has a real relationship with God. Um, I'm so tired of like these lukewarm fake hypocritical Christians. Um but I can't say that too much because I've been a hypocrite myself several times and I will continue to be because I'm human. But um man, I'll do everything I can to have a real relationship with God. Mm-hmm. I want people when they look at me to be like, yeah, that's Braden. Oh she loves the Lord. She talks with him more she talks with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um I don't want to be known as Brayden, the girlfriend of Andrew. I don't want to be known as Brayden, the um, animal lover or whatever, or, you know, Perky or anything like that. I want to be known as Brayden, who loves the Lord. And um, I'm sorry, if if you're just a Christian girl and you're right where you're at, good for you. But how are you not wanting more? How are you not seeking more? I challenge you right now to seek more from the Lord. Okay, don't just be a Christian girl. Don't be comfortable. Don't settle. Don't just live with the world on Saturday and live with God on Sunday. Live with him every single day. God's not just a God in church. Yeah. yeah. Kill yourself off every single day so you can be more like him. Be a woman of God. Okay, I'm tired of these little Christian girls who never challenge themselves and are fine right where they're at. And I know that that's their season that they're in. And that's just where they're at. And you have to be patient. And believe me, I mind my business like that. But when it comes to this podcast, I'm going to be very honest. And this is what this is all about. Challenging ourselves mm-hmm. as women. Um, I don't, I'm don't. i tired of being a girl. I want to be a woman of God. I want to be deserving of a man of God. And I want him to be deserving of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I want to have all these attributes at the end of the day. So when people look at you, can they say she has a real relationship with God? You know? she doesn't just show up on sundays and and party on fridays and saturdays you know and Mm -hmm. if you do and if that's where you're at okay that's totally fine you are still welcomed in the house of Lord. you're still loved by Mm -hmm. jesus and by god and by me and michaela
0: god never left you you know just look back and see how far you've gone astray
1: but i highly encourage you to challenge yourself and desire more and realize that you're never ever going to be complete until you you kill off that self, that that person that you are now and um desire him more. You should strive as a Christian to be the best Christian you can be. Example. You, yeah. yeah. Like I don't want people looking at me like I can't believe she's a Christian. Yeah. Really? right yeah. you know? Yeah. Which they won't be, believe me. <laughs> but
0: like you, yeah. you shouldn't you should strive to it's not gonna happen overnight, but you should strive to get away from who you were and worry about what you can be with god you know like like i said it's not gonna it's not gonna be easy it's not gonna happen overnight but that's something you have to work towards and if you really want a good relationship with god and you really want the best that you can get out of being a christian you're gonna have to work for it
1: Mm -hmm. it's not
0: just gonna be handed to you
1: absolutely not that's why so many people because if it was easy everyone would do it Mm -hmm. But I highly encourage you, ladies, step up. Be women of God. You want that man of God? You want that godly relationship that everyone strives for? Be the woman worth having it, mm-hmm. okay? Pray for it. Believe in it. Work on your yourself. Work on the Lord and your relationship. And believe me, if if you are meant to be with someone, it will happen. It will form. Mm-hmm. It will be natural. And you won't have to force it yeah. or make anything happen. You will be a woman worth praising, Yeah. you know? Yeah. So, anyway, good discussion. Um yeah, so stay tuned uh on Mondays. Yeah. Uh, this was geared a
0: little bit towards women if you couldn't yeah. tell,
1: but it's, I
0: mean, we are we are girls. So, I mean, some of some of our things are going to be geared towards more more geared toward everyone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but no, I was going to say like they they are going to be a little towards women because we Cause are we are women but, but we, like also, it's not just this isn't a
1: podcast just for girls right. you know i want to be inclusive yeah
0: we're not and um we can't speak from experience on being a godly man but maybe we'll get somebody on who can talk about it
1: exactly yeah, yeah. someone almost like dating somewhere something. <laughs> um but yeah stay tuned for uh two mondays from now we try to post every other monday mm-hmm. um you can follow us on our instagram Oh yeah.
0: uh our podcast Instagram is at B B M B podcast. That's just the initials of our podcast. Mine is the W. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. And um my Instagram, you can follow me on my personal. It's I have two. One is my regular account, one is my Bible account. It's Brayden's Bible and my personal is Brayden Garland.
0: Oh mine's just Michaela's pictures and it's on our podcast. Yes. Instagram.
1: So stay tuned. You can find us on Anchor and Spotify. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.